welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 319th time on this Friday, January 13th, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Feast of the Imagination. There are some things that I didn't know you needed permission for, like keeping a fictional creature in your backyard, but it turns out that you do. How do I know? A six-year-old from California gave me all the proof I needed. You see, this girl's name is Madeline, and she got a bright idea. She has a toy unicorn, and that inspired the thought of, what if I kept a real one in my backyard? So she did the only natural thing. She asked her home county's animal control if she could. Madeline sent a letter to the L.A. County Animal Control and said this, I would like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard, if I can find one. Please send me a letter in response. And to her surprise, get this, they sent a letter back. Check this out. A few weeks later, the director of animal control, Marcia Maeda, said that the county does in fact license unicorns under the condition that you polish its horn at least once a month, feed it watermelons at least once a week, because that's its favorite snack, and give it plenty of access to sunlight, moonbeams, and rainbows. Until her search is finished, they gave her a plush unicorn to keep her company. You know what? I think this is really cool. It's nice to see a child's imagination be fed, especially in a way like this. Don't you think? And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that'll put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. Learn more at McNutterButterCoffee.com. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and maintain a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 says, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive His mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. One thing that really sticks out to me about this is coming boldly to the throne of God. When we pray, it's a communion with our Heavenly Father. It's a conversation with the one who created us. One of the things I really love about praying is that it's just a way to let everything go, to lay it all out before God. I've done it many times before when tears are staining the floor, when you feel like you have nowhere else to turn, you can get down on your knees, you can lay it all out before God, and He will help you through it. He is where you turn when times are good. He is where you turn when times are bad. When times are good, pray anyway. When times are bad, pray anyway. When times could be better, pray anyway. When times couldn't get any greater, 
pray anyway, because prayer is one of the most powerful tools we have as a Christian. Not only is it a communication line to our Heavenly Father, but it is also a great cleansing thing for the Spirit. We know what boldness is. It's confidence, right? We can come confidently to the throne room of grace. We can pray confidently for God's will to be done in our lives, and it will be done. God's plan is higher than ours. God's ways are higher than ours, and we can communicate with Him in prayer our desires, our feelings, our wants, our needs, our thoughts, and He will hear us through and by the Holy Spirit. And I think that is an amazing thing, that our God, the eternal heavenly being that created us from Adam all the way down to me, all the way down to you, all the way down to your children and their children and their children and so on, wants to talk to us, wants to speak to us through prayer, wants to hear from us through prayer. Isn't that amazing? And prayer isn't confined to a church. You can pray anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of clothes you wear. It doesn't matter what building you're in. It doesn't matter where you're going to or where you're coming from. God wants to hear from you. I encourage you to reach out to him today. Whatever's on your heart, friend, pray. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well... Not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is Rules for Family Gatherings. The first response to the hashtag Rules for Family Gatherings is find out who's making the dish and how they plan to season it. You know, I'd probably be the first one to do that because chances are likely I have a few ideas of my own. You know what? I'll take care of the chemicals. Oh, come on. I know it's a little bit strange. I know it's an odd request, but hear me out on this. That's one more thing off your holiday cooking list, and I would be more than happy to oblige. The next response to the hashtag rules for family gatherings is no football in the hallway. This one I wholeheartedly agree with because A, there's not enough room, and B, here's the big one. You could damage your grandma's decorative glass sausage casings that she got from the meat market rummage sale 15 years ago that hang over the bathroom door just low enough to where you hit your head and they clang every time someone needs to poop. Nobody knows where she got them. Nobody knows why. But everyone knows that they're there. They find out either the easy way or the hard way. That woman is a lovable mystery. The third response to this week's hashtag is Whoever brings the least food hosts the next gathering. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. On the bright side, you won't go hungry, but on the other, leftovers will be crowding everyone's fridge for weeks, maybe even months. So it's kind of a pros and cons thing. You got to weigh each of them out and then see which one you want to do. But I am all in favor of this. That sounds awesome. And the last response to the hashtag rules for family gatherings is separate everyone into teams and have a race. Hey, I like that one, too. That could be another way to decide who hosts the next gathering. Just make sure you do it before dinner. It's a contest of speed, not one of can the mashed potatoes that Aunt Hazel ate make it to the end of the driveway before Uncle Bob's sweet potatoes do. Well, I mean, I guess I take that back. When you think about it, that could be a contest of speed as well. You know what? I'm getting off topic. Be careful. 
It's a common fear for parents when their kids are online and trying to make friends, that they'll get in with the wrong crowd. So one mom in Michigan decided to cut the predators off at the pass when she harassed her own kid. She was charged with two counts of using a computer to commit a crime, stalking a minor and obstruction of justice. And I think the charges were for good reason, because get this, she sent 349 pages, not words, but pages, to her daughter. What did she even have to say? It's her own daughter. I can't see a reason why she would have that many grievances with her. And it gets even more confusing from here because the girl's mom is a basketball coach at her school. And as you can probably tell, the school wasn't happy when they found out about one of their coaches bullying someone. They asked her not to return after the season ended. Now, here's what got my goat about all this stuff. Like I've said, that's your daughter you're bullying, and we've already established there's no good reason for that. But what was your aim here? You don't just haul off and write 349 pages of defamatory things about your own child without a reason. And we've already established there's no good one, so I think you're out of luck here. I know it might be a character-building type thing or trying to teach her a lesson about life, but still, it's your own daughter, and you went through the trouble of writing 349 pages of things that would tear down her emotional well-being. That's just something you don't do. Parents are supposed to be safe places for their children. Parents are supposed to give guidance. Parents are supposed to give advice and love and be nurturing and caring. Or at least that's what I've been brought up to believe. Parenting advice from a non-parent. Strange, but hopefully it helps. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.